What is better healthcare? It's your medical team having your complete medical history at their fingertips and being able to communicate instantly and securely. When waiting for faxes and phone calls is a thing of the past because reports and medical images are available at the touch of a button. Choosing a partner that provides these tools for free saves time, reduces costs, and provides better care. We are the Hudson Valley's Health Information Exchange. HealthLink New York, now powered by Healthy Connections. The big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract, ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Already Home Podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. Um, my co-host Detroit Gann is not with me today, but thank you for listening anyway. Um, if you want to peep Gann out, man, go check him out on the Stolen Time Podcast. Uh, he did an interview with S. Dot Foster uh, yesterday. <clears throat> and, um, man, y'all should, I think y'all should go check that out. That was a great interview. Shout out to Gann, man. Shout out to S. Dot Foster. Um, but with that being said, man, welcome to 2019, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's right, man. 2019, the year is here. Uh, seems like um, there's going to be some great things in the works. A lot of stuff is uh, going on right now. Um, like I said, man, I'm, I'm here by myself. It's all solo, dolo. Gang uh, had to do some work today. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, but I did find a way just to make sure that I at least got something out to you guys. It's going to be quite a short one today. But um, what I wanted to talk about for real, for real, was, of course, the same thing that's on everybody's mind. Same thing that's been going all around the Internet. Same thing that's been going all around the social medias and everything else, man. Um, this past weekend... Uh, the world watched. It feels like um, the three night, um, six part docu series on uh, R. Kelly and his. Um, I'm going to say allegations of um, pedophilia, rape, sexual assault, sexual abuse, um, and I guess domestic violence. And assault and battery and all these other uh, charges that were, or I'm sorry, allegations. I say charges like he in court for it. Uh, all these other allegations um, that were brought to the light by um, his victims and, um, I'm sorry, his alleged victims and the people who say that he's done all of these things uh, and they witnessed it. So, um, I didn't get a chance to watch all six parts yet. Um, I'm about four episodes in. I didn't want to watch it with everybody else. I kind of wanted to watch it um, behind the time. So uh, 
because I knew if I, I watched it with everybody else, I was going to be more into what people were saying on social media than actually watching it in real time. Um, what I what I did notice about um, all of the women up until, um, like I said, I'm on episode four. So what I did notice was there, uh, there was a, You know, there was a, a, a different, there was something different about this guy. And it wasn't, to me, from what they were showing me, it wasn't necessarily a, a sexual thing. It was more so of a power struggle. Um, they mentioned that in the beginning he had got molested himself. And his brother had also even mentioned that he had got molested himself. And it's kind of like he blocked that out and tried to take that and um, use that as uh, use that as a superpower more so than a weakness. And eventually that ended up turning him into an overbearing uh, control freak. And that was a, a, a current, you know, uh, I'm sorry, current, a common theme. Um, when they kept, you know, when the lady, <clears throat> excuse me, were talking and they were talking about how, you know, all of these different, um, yeah, all of these different situations were going on and all these situations were happening and, you know, uh, and I mean, okay, let's scrap all that. Let me get it out. Let me get this out first. Um, first and foremost, this is a, a disgusting motherfucker. Let's just say that. Um, I do not in any way condone. Um, I do not in any way. Uh, I, I don't even know the fucking words to say about some shit like this. Like, this motherfucker is disgusting. Let's get that out the way now. This motherfucker is trash. Like, the shit that these women were talking about. Now, I'm not one to, to just believe anything that anybody says. Like, let's get that out the way, too. I'm not just one of these gullible people on Twitter or Instagram or whatever and watching this shit and just thinking that everything these women are saying is true. Um, however, this is not, to me... This is not the first account of any of this shit being brought up. Um, also, the violent parts to me were reminiscent of when he had the situation with Jay-Z during the um, Best of Both Worlds tour. And he just, the, the small shit that I've seen as far as like interviews and shit like that, like um, the... The latest thing that I've, if you want to go on my Instagram page, ask who's Bronson, you can check it out. It's a video where he's talking about his mom and he's, you know, reminiscing about how his mom would fix some coffee. And after she fixed some coffee, you know, she would, I guess, get him donuts or some shit like that. And she would have on some type of lipstick. And when she would sip it to make sure the coffee was sweet enough, when, uh, when he would get it, he would turn the, the lipstick ring around to his lips and he would drink from wherever the lipstick ring was and then he said some shit like in a in a, uh, uh, a, 
mother-son kind of way, I had a crush on my mom because she could sing her behind off. And then he said, like, when he was nine, he proposed to his mom. Nigga, that's not normal. Nothing about that shit is, there's no normalcy there at all. Uh, when Torre asked him in the interview, uh, do you like teenage girls? And this nigga paused for the cause and then responded with, uh, what do you classify as teenage? Uh, nigga, anything with teen behind it or below. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this nigga is a fucking creep-ass, sick-ass individual. Um, did he, yeah, did he have a fucking sex coat? Who knows? I'm sure he did. He's R. Kelly. He got a lot of fucking money. He's all over the fucking TV, uh, and the radio, and everything else. So I'm sure there were plenty of females who were willing to fuck R. Kelly. I mean, he's he had shows talking about wipe my tongue and he giving bitches a towel to wipe his tongue. He had shows somewhere over in Africa talking about did you get your passport? Did you get your shots? Are you ready to come home with Robert? So yeah, this is this is nothing new. I mean, even going back to the whole Aaliyah thing, we knew like this nigga was messing around with Aaliyah. Um They brought that up in the docuseries too, which I thought was uh was very telling um but as far as he goes like everybody talking about this whole cancel culture shit fuck a cancel culture this shit ain't real um that shit is all politicized that cancel culture shit that hashtag shit all that shit is politicized um i get into that in a minute but as far as he goes man yeah like this nigga is 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 uber trash like he's he's the worst um, first and foremost, to be able to manipulate young girls the way he did. Um, it seemed like every female that he was talking to, besides I think Aaliyah and then uh, the young girl that uh, I think Sparkle's niece. Um, so far from what I've just gotten, all of them were around 17. So they were like right on that edge of being an adult. Or being classified as an adult. Because even when you're 18, you're not technically an adult for real. Um, it's still shit you can and can't do legally. So, uh, yeah, like, I just felt like, you know, this nigga is, is a control freak. Um, he grew up without a lot of control in his life. Um, he grew up very poor and... It corrupted him. It turned him into a fucking monster. Um, his brother, the one that's locked up, yo, put that nigga in in, uh, in solitary, man. Let that motherfucker be by himself. Because he ain't got them all either. And I, I, I kind of see why R. Kelly fucked up. Because that nigga's fucked up. That nigga said that, you know, uh, he like older women. His brother like younger women. That's a preference. And then he... Follow that up with, I don't see what the big issue is about my brother. Uh, nigga, he like little girls. That's pedophile shit. You don't see nothing wrong with, well, uh, I mean, besides you being in jail, you don't see nothing wrong with being a pedophile, my nigga? You don't see nothing wrong with liking girls that's 17, 16, and 15? You understand what I'm saying? Like, nigga, that's not even, that's not even the legal age of an adult. Even at 18, like, that shit is weird. 
You feel what I'm saying? Um, the the women that were on there, and and the uh, I'm speaking I'm speaking about the victims, the victims that were on there. Um, my my confusion came when they were talking about being in the house. Now, it was like at no point in time did, and maybe I missed it. Like, if I missed it, hit me up and let me know where I fucked up at. Because it was no point in time to where uh, they even, like, mentioned how they were, like, trapped in this house. Like, the whole thing was, like, it, like... Honestly, it's like these bitches was brainwashed or like they he hypnotized them or something. Because like the shit that they was talking about was like listening to a kid tell you about how they on punishment. You know what I'm saying? Like one chick was talking about how she had to stump on the floor to uh to ask to go get something to eat or go to the restroom. Um his wife was the only one Well, I'm sorry, not his wife, his his wife and uh, the Hispanic lady, I forgot what her name was, Lizzie something, but those two were the only two that I even heard about saying anything, and remind you, before y'all go the fuck off, I'm only on the fourth, I just started the fourth one, so I ain't even finished with the fourth one yet, but those were the only two that really said anything about him, like, hitting them or abusing them, um, the rest of them was just like, he was just telling them what the fuck to do. Uh, it was the one girl who, like, had a threesome with him in the Space Jam room or whatever the fuck that shit was called on the futon. And she was crying. And this nigga was like, yo, how am I supposed to watch this uh, with you crying? Like, that right there ain't no, like, that's not in the, that don't trigger you. That's not an alarm. The fact you crying don't, like, you uncomfortable. You got the... Wait for a motherfucker to tell you your mom can talk to you and shit like that. Like, that don't make you uncomfortable. You can leave this shit whenever. Like, he's not holding y'all hostage. That's the shit that was throwing me off. I'm like, why the fuck are they still there? And, I mean, I know, you know, they victims. You know, it's shit going on. But it's certain shit to where it's like even, uh, I forgot what her name is. But I think she was in, I think she was in the first one. It was the girl who had to step on the floor and shit. Even she said it like, after a while I got sick of the shit and I just packed my bags and left. Like, that's an option. Like, so when when do we when do we also put the onus on uh on the people that's not just not just doing the shit, but the people that's getting the shit done to them at some at some point. I'm not saying I'm you know I'm not trying to victim shame, but at the same time, it's like. Yeah, you seventeen, but you not no idiot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you not you not a fucking baby to where you don't know what's going on. You know something is making you feel uncomfortable. I don't give a fuck if it's R. Kelly. I don't give a fuck if it's goddamn uh, Bill Gates, whoever. If you feel uncomfortable, yo, it's it's alright to say something. Like you need to say something. You need to find somebody to talk to. Um, you need to speak the fuck up, or or you need to get the fuck up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't stick around for no shit like that. That shit ain't worth it. Just because it's R. Kelly, I don't give a fuck about it. none of that. That shit is trash. He is a trash ass. Oh my god, he trash bag man. Like the shit that they were saying about that nigga man is fucking ridiculous.
ridiculous. Um, I mean, really, that's far as he far as he go. I really ain't got too much more to say. He's a he's a dick, man. Dude is a he's a whole fucking dick. I can't believe that. Um, listening to the motherfuckers that was around him, they should be um, just as. Um, man, that shit is fucking crazy. This shit is ridiculous. But they should be, um, they are just as, excuse me, they are just as responsible as this nigga, man. Um, you got these motherfuckers who are also adults. Um, motherfuckers who are seeing this nigga do this shit now. Now, granted, he he probably paying a couple bills. He probably got some food in your in your you know house and you know and and your rent paid and all that shit. But um, especially men. I'm just the men. Men as as men. Come on, fam. Like that was to me. That was the most sickening part of all that shit. Was to see other grown men say shit like, oh, I, I never felt right about it at the time. I didn't feel good about it at the time. Yet and still, you was letting this shit happen. Like, yet and still, you was like, cool with the shit while it was happening. Now, all of a sudden, you on Lifetime, my nigga, you ain't feel right about it. You ain't feel good about it. Man, get the fuck out of here. Lock that motherfucker up, too. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker need to burn with that motherfucker, cause he ain't he ain't no he ain't nowhere near better. You know what I'm saying? Bodyguards, uh, managers, role managers, tour managers, all them motherfuckers, man, get them motherfuckers together and, and put them together and, and lock their ass the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't give a fuck what the what the cause is and the money and all that shit. And y'all know that shit was wrong. Y'all know that man wasn't supposed to be fucking on no little kids. And, and and the truth of the matter is, a lot of them motherfuckers was probably doing the same goddamn thing. Some of them motherfuckers that was on that show talking that, oh, I wish, I wish I'd have stopped this shit. Some of them motherfuckers probably just as guilty. Because it, cause, cause, uh, it was one it was one part where he said, uh, he told one of his dudes, one of the manager dudes, uh, let's go to the mall and get some girls. Uh, nigga, that was a common thing. He said it. Every time we go to a city, we go into the mall. So, nigga, you knew what was going on. So, this means every city you going to, nigga, he got child motherfuckers out here looking for young-ass girls. And y'all handing them, y'all handing these young-ass girls business cards and all this shit. Y'all letting this nigga ride with this because he R. Man, fuck out of here. This is, a, this is another reason why you need real-ass niggas around you. This is another reason why you need motherfuckers who don't give a fuck about that money shit. Because shit like that, when if some real niggas was around them, that shit would have been stopped. Hey, Kells, what the fuck are you doing, my nigga? Why? What? Man, that bitch 17. Man, I'm not handing that bitch no motherfucking phone number, my nigga. You keep that money shit. That's some foul shit, my nigga. And if, yeah, you bring that shit around me again, I'm, I'm going to beat your ass. That's what real motherfuckers do. That's what real niggas do. We don't give a fuck about no... Little bit of money that that nigga giving out. So what? He feeding your family.
Nigga, you think you can't get another security job, my nigga? Granted, it ain't gonna be uh, R. Kelly, but at the same time, like, nigga, you still got your morals intact. You know what I'm saying? You, you still got your integrity intact. That's worth more than any motherfucking dollar amount. Let's keep it all the way 100. Um, yeah, this this showed this showed um a lot about the problems within, and a lot of people try to say it's the black community, but it's not just the black community. It's a problem within society. Um, the biggest problem of society that they that they never really pointed out was um this this idolizing of celebrities um giving these celebrities this this and they mentioned this a lot though uh I think his his wife his ex-wife said it but giving these celebrities this this godlike complex as if um they're untouchable as if you can't speak to them some kind of way. As if you have to do what they say when they say it. My nigga, fuck all that. They people just like you and I. Um, These motherfuckers don't give two fucks about nothing around here. You know what I'm saying? As you can see, this motherfucker was going around picking up young girls. As you can see, nigga Kanye going around wearing a fucking MAGA hat talking about slavery was a choice. You know what I'm saying? And he calling Trump his, his, his dad and shit like that. I mean, these motherfuckers are human just like everybody else. The only difference is they just got a little bit more money. Um, If we going to be all the way 100 with them, shit. The job that they do is for us anyway. If we as a people decided to say, hey, we don't want that motherfucker out of here. You really want to mute R. Kelly? Stop listening to his music. Stop going to his tours. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody that was affected by this situation because uh, that's some that's some real shit to deal with. You know, a motherfucker um, making you do shit against your will. For some people, that could lead to suicides. Uh, a lot of people that could lead to depression. Other people, you know, that could lead to, you know, all kind of different shit. Um, the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, um, we have to be a lot more um, caring for one another, man. You know, when, when people are opening up to you and people are being vulnerable to you, those are the times to where it's okay to, you know, sit down and listen. It's okay to, to relax and listen. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's all right to it's all right to let somebody know that you know things are gonna be okay. You know, shit is gonna be alright. But as you know, as a man, when you see things like that. And you hear things like that, especially somebody who has a daughter. It you know it can't help but to anger you. It's like, man, I can't believe you know what I'm saying they let this motherfucker get away with this shit. You know, um, to me, I just wanted to know where the fuck the parents were. 
you know, it's it's a few instances where, you know, you hear a few of them say, yeah, my, my mom was trying to reach me. And I think in, in one of the episodes, like, one of the parents told that motherfucker, like, stay away from my child and shit like that. And, and I remember uh, one of the news, um, yeah, one of the news segments was like, uh, the dad was saying, like, R. Kelly got my daughter trapped in his house. And, man, you got me fucked up. A motherfucker got my daughter trapped in the house. Yo, it's I'm turning into Rambo in this bitch. I'm going to make sure I get my daughter the fuck up out of that motherfucker. There's no way you're holding my daughter hostage in that shit. I don't give a fuck what you say. And and a lot of a lot of this shit to me, um, it was it was questionable, but to me, just listening to those ladies' testimonies, um, it kind of solidified the way I felt about R. Kelly for a long time. R. Kelly has always been a, a weirdo to me. Um, not just. Not just because uh, of the whole Aaliyah shit. Um, even even with the whole like allegations with him having this whole sex tape thing, uh, I thought that was like some weird shit too. Because they like in the sex tape, like they said, like he peed on her or some shit like that. I'm like, yo, what the fuck kind of weird shit was that? Like that's you into some shit like that? Like you into peeing on motherfucker? That's not even something that should get you aroused. But for him, I guess it does. I don't know. I didn't watch the tape. I never looked for the tape. I really didn't really give two fucks. Um, But, you know, once I found out that the the girl in the video was allegedly underage, that further drew me away from R. Kelly. Like, at that point, it was like, yeah, this motherfucker's a creep. And then hearing about the whole... Uh, you know, sex cult thing. That's where I start. You know, was, that's when I was like, all right, they just really trying to to push this shit because of the. At the time, it was around the time the whole Bill Cosby shit was going on. So I'm like, yo, they really trying to push this shit and like get back at R. Kelly because they must be pissed that he got off. Because like to me, I there there was there was no way I could fathom women being in a house, not really being held at they will, you know what I'm saying, but they still, like, I guess, somehow being held hostage or being brainwashed to be held hostage in an open house, I, I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't understand that, you know, when I hear the words hostage, I think about the three ladies that was really held hostage in the basement in Cleveland when that weirdo dude and his brothers was holding them women hostage, and they couldn't get out the room, and they couldn't open up windows and shit like that, like, this nigga wasn't being, like, he wasn't holding women hostage. It sounded like this nigga was pimping these females. That's what it really sounded like. It sounded like he was, like, pimping them. It sounded like he was giving them game of a lifetime, and they was following suit. Because it not once did, and once again, if I missed it, man, hit me up, let me know if I missed anything. And I'm, I definitely want to go back and hear it. That way I can make sure I'm giving the right information myself, but... The fact that, you know what I'm saying, uh, yeah, like, I ain't never hear none of them say nothing like, oh, uh, he, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't let me out the house or, you know what I mean? He, it was shit like he wouldn't let me speak to people or he told me not to talk to people or, you know, if I looked at somebody, then he'd get mad and, 
know what I'm saying, shit like that. But for a motherfucker to, like, not really hold you hostage and then to be, like, this motherfucker go on tour, I'm sure you ain't going on tour with him all the time. I'm sure, like, you know what I'm saying, you wasn't around him 24-7. So there was opportunities for you to walk away from this motherfucker. Um, some of y'all going to say I'm victim shaming. Uh, to those people, I'd say I'm sorry. You know, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Um, as people, we all have some sort of intelligence. You don't if, if you don't feel something is right, then you don't feel something is right. It's okay to leave. You know, that's when you got to walk away. You know, you don't stay there uh, because there's nothing that t- he's technically holding over you. What, because he, he got some money? Hell, you got to make your own money. You know what I mean? And especially in in the last five years, women been doing all kind of shit. They've been making amazing strides. So to me, that's not an excuse. That's not a reason to stay around this motherfucker. I mean, if we really want to get into it, let's keep it out of the way 100% honest. Um, some of the onus goes to these women. Not all of it, not a lot of it, but some of it goes to these women. Um... At 17, you know that this motherfucker got to be 30, 31. If, if anything, y'all both knew y'all was wrong. You 17 years old, you messing with a 31-year-old? You 17-year-old, you messing with a 25-year-old? Like, come on, man. That's not normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing about that shit cool. You know it ain't cool, just like he know it ain't cool. He, he, he 10 times wrong. But you, you, you wrong too. You know not to be messing with no grown ass man. You understand what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, I'm sure your parents taught you better than that. A motherfucker that's 31 years old, you 17. And now you on TV trying to make it seem like he just, yeah, like he forced you to do everything. He didn't force you to do nothing. He told you what to do and you followed suit. He was weak enough to listen to this motherfucker. Plain and simple. You know, um, this whole, the docuseries in general, let's talk about that real quick. Um, the the docuseries in general kind of threw me off because it was, to me, it wasn't about R. Kelly. Um, it was, it was, it was very politicized. It was about the hashtag Me Too movement. Um, even like it, it was even commercials and shit during the, the filming of the show, uh, or during the during the shows, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like while the show was on, it was even like commercials of hashtag Me Too, and even though I I one hundred percent agree with the premise behind me too um however i don't agree with the movement of me too because the movement of me too is not uh it's it's not catching the people that need to be caught if you can understand what i'm saying um me too is focused on guys like Bill Cosby and and R. Kelly. Every now and then you'll hear about Harvey Weinstein or Kevin Spacey. 
um, every now and then they'll pick a new motherfucker out. Like they had Neil deGrasse Tyson. The new guy is uh, AJ Calloway from 106 and Park. Um, but but the real the real motherfuckers that need to be hashtag me too are in Catholic churches like priests. Um, are in regular churches like pastors. Um, it's, it's school teachers out here that's that's hashtagging me to these young boys, and it's it's, it's grown men that's hashtagging these young girls, and same thing, vice versa. Um, it's it's the 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 guy in the in the meeting who, who pushing up on the the young secretary, shit like that. That's what hashtagging me too needs to be about. It don't need to be about these celebrities and knocking these celebrities down. That don't mean shit. That's not a win for the for the common person. That's not a win for the, the, the young lady that's working in the fucking office. That's not a, a, a win for the young teacher who getting touched on by the, by the principal or whatever. You know, that's not a, 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 a win for uh, the, the young person that's working in McDonald's getting touched on by the manager just to get extra hours or whatever the case may be. That's not a win for them. They don't give a fuck whether R. Kelly goes down or not. They don't give a fuck whether uh, Harvey Weinstein goes down or not. What about this motherfucker that's abusing on them? What about the, the troubles that they got going on at home when their own people touching on them? When their own uncle touching on them? Let's, that's what the Me Too movement needs to be about. And to me, I don't see that. That's not what I'm seeing. I'm not seeing uh, that come out of going after R. Kelly. Having a whole fucking six-part docuseries about R. Kelly just to push the agenda of Me Too. Just to push the propaganda of Me Too. Because that's what it's turning into. This shit is turning into a witch hunt. And it's a witch hunt about motherfuckers that's being targeted for uh, uh, monetary gain. It ain't about getting justice for the people who need the justice. Same thing with, with Black Lives Matter. Like, Black Lives Matter wasn't, wasn't out here uh, really making chapters and building with people and getting out here with the community and doing shit and, and holding uh, uh, holding meetings and shit and, and cr- creating groups and um, and counseling sessions and shit like that for the people in, in, in these communities. They was just going place to place, uh, making sure wherever CNN was, they was at the same place where the CNN cameras was. That's what I feel like the Me Too movement is doing. You can attack me if you want. You can you can call me wrong and you can say I'm crazy, a fuckboy, and I'm a, a, a beta male and cisgender, all that other bullshit, whatever, whatever. But if you go to... Twitter, you'll see what I'm talking about when they start talking about surviving R- or hashtag surviving R. Kelly, then Me Too, and then next thing you know, black men are trash. How the fuck that got anything to do with black men when we talk about R. Kelly? Is he a black man? Yes. Does he speak for every black man? No. Were the motherfucking black men around him trash? Hell yeah. By all means. I think they all should burn. Especially R. Kelly. Even more so the motherfuckers that was around him enabling that bullshit. So should the parents and everybody else that was around that bullshit that was seeing this shit that didn't say nothing until now. You wait 20 years until it's really time for you to gain some notoriety. You wait 20 years until it's time for you to be able to speak up where you know you can't get fucked with now and you gonna say some shit? That don't make you a hero. That don't help. That, That ain't you standing for a cause. Yeah, it's a witch hunt. 
call a spade a spade. That's exactly what this shit is. It's a witch hunt. Um, I didn't like at all how they were talk. They had people that was a part of uh, organizations and groups that didn't have shit to do with R. Kelly. That was in the documentary. Like, why? Why are they talking about R. Kelly? And this has nothing to do with R. Kelly. They don't have anything. They don't have no affiliation. No nothing to do with R. Kelly. But they in the documentary. That once again let me know that this shit is being. Uh, this shit is being politicized. This is propaganda. This is propaganda at its finest. And they did their best to um, they did their best to put that shit out. And so far what I'm seeing in this shit is A that this nigga is is a fucking he's a fucking trash bag to the fullest. Excuse me. Yeah, he's a dirt ball. Uh, this is this is as low as humankind gets right here. When you take, um, when you take innocence from somebody for your own selfish reasons, for your own pleasure and your own uh, um, joy and happiness or whatever the fuck, when you do that, yeah, you ain't shit. You deserve everything you get. I hope they. I hope somebody really like find him and beat the shit out of dude. Cause that's some bullshit. Um, however, uh, the the second part to that is, as a community, we got to do a lot fucking better, man. Um, as I just want to speak to the fellas real quick. As men, yo, nigga, we slipping. We slipping. Big time, my G. I just seen a video of uh, of a guy who snatched up a young uh, a young lady at McDonald's. And he grabbed on her, and instead of all the young men that was around her or any man that was around her doing anything about it, like putting hands on his ass, instead you got motherfuckers filming it as if that's gonna make a difference, as if that's gonna stop some shit. What should have happened is two or three of y'all should have hauled off on this motherfucker and whooped the shit out of this. Excuse me, but whooped the shit out of this motherfucker. Plain and simple. Um, same thing goes for the motherfuckers that was around R. Kelly. Y'all should have hauled off and beat his ass. Or you should have been that real nigga and been like, hey, yo, Kells, bro, you tripping. We not doing that. You not doing that shit around me, fam. Sorry. I mean, if you got to fire me, fire me. But believe me, I'm not letting that shit roll. Not while I'm around. This shit will never happen while I'm around. I don't give a fuck how much money you make. You know what I'm saying? We got to start taking a stand. Women, um, especially older women. If, if you are one of those women that uh, that has children and you still trying to um, you still trying to live live your life like you like it's golden. <laughs> Shout out to Jill Scott. But, uh, you know, so you still trying to live your life like it's golden? Yo, nah, that ain't it. I tell you that right now. It's not it. Um, It's time for you to step up and be a parent. Uh, it's time for you to start monitoring what your kids watch, what your kids do. Same thing goes for the fathers out here, especially the fathers out here. Um, Start making sure that you're getting involved in the kid with the kids while they in school, shit like that. Like, 
yo, we, we got to do better as parents because there should be no reason that some 31-year-old motherfucker could walk up on a 17-year-old and you are nowhere to be found. Like, where was their parents at? Um, what was their parents doing for them not to be able to... Uh, yeah, for them not to just even be able to do anything. Like, to me, that shit was just... It was just bogus, man. Um, I was very disappointed in the adults. I was very disappointed in the people around R. Kelly. I was super disappointed in R. Kelly. That's, you know, that, that don't even need to be said. Um, But, like I said, man, you know, I think it was a great thing for them to be able to get, you know, get their time to, tell their story and speak out and say what they had to say. However, um, don't be fooled by the fact that, you know, this is, this is, a you know, that this is, yeah, just, just know, man, this is a witch hunt. I, I don't even know how else to put it. This is a fucking witch hunt. First off, it's produced by Lifetime, um, or, or it's, it's shown on Lifetime. I'm not going to say produced by Lifetime. I'm sure that the producer is a feminist. Um, I'm sure that she's heavy into the Me Too movement. I'm sure she's heavy into the LGBT commu- uh, community. Um, if I'm not saying she is herself, but I'm sure that she works close hand-in-hand with them, um, which makes her probably a radical feminist. Um, just even the title of the show is Surviving R. Kelly, as if like he was beating the dog shit out of them and... You know what I'm saying? He had one one knob on the, on the side of the door where you couldn't get out the door. He had bars on the windows where you couldn't get out. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, he was... You know, I mean, all the shit that they were saying, was, it, like I said, man, the shit seemed voluntary. To me, at least, the shit seemed voluntary. And it was just like they, they trying to push this agenda as if... Yeah, as if... Uh, as if it's something bigger than than what it was, you know. You you even got the motherfuckers that was around them talking about this shit as if they not just as guilty. You know what I mean? That's that's what another thing that makes me feel like it's politicized and that is propaganda, and that they they whole sole reason is just going after R. Kelly because it's like you got the lady from the mute R. Kelly movement. Why the fuck is she there? You got the lady from the Me Too movement, supposed to be the founder of the Me Too movement. Why is she there? Uh, Jamila Lemieux, why is she there? These are known feminists. These are known advocates for feminism, radical feminism at that. Why are they there? What do they have to do with any of the, any, anything with R. Kelly? Then, like I said, let's go back. It's on Lifetime. Man, you ain't never seen no... no uh, <laughs> Nothing on Lifetime celebrating men. I mean, like, a, and I hate to say it, and no disrespect, but unless it's a gay man, they don't they don't celebrate straight men on fucking Lifetime. You know what I'm saying? They that's the that's the man bashing channel of, of cable and or whatever else. But that's that's man bash central. They bash the fuck out of men. You feel what I'm saying? Every every movie on Lifetime is about how a man. Either he's raping a woman, how he killed a woman, uh, uh, how he's stalking a woman, uh, how he abusing a woman, um, how he assaulted a woman, 
it's always something that a man is doing. It's, that's, that's all lifetime is. Lifetime is not women empowerment. That's man bashing. Then you go get his ex-wife. Now, I'm not sure why they broke up. But when have, when have you ever heard of anybody ex-spouse uh, speaking good on them? Or having any any kind of normal thing to say? Yeah, she tried to balance it out like, yeah, I just I wanted to make him better. I wanted to make him uh, I wanted to bring him back to the fun, loving Robert that I knew. But I mean, come on, keep it all the way 100. If a motherfucker did you the, the, the way that they did you, that you saying that he, he smacked you around and he beat you and, you know, he, he treated you like you was a pet and all this other shit and he did you wrong and he cheated on you and all this other shit. First and foremost, when you divorced that man, why didn't you change your last name? Why didn't you take your maiden name back? That didn't strike nobody odd that she was still Andrea Kelly. Nobody, nobody looked at that like, yo, what the fuck is that shit about? Um, you know, I just, yeah, to me, man, like I said, that, that shit was just odd, man. Uh, I know I, I was kind of everywhere on that shit. I was all over the place. I know. And, um, yeah, that I mean that's that's just really uh all I got to really say about R. Kelly. Once again, I don't condone anything that motherfucker said or did or none of his actions or uh beliefs or whatever the fuck that motherfucker do. Once again, I hope he burns uh not even in hell. I hope they burn him. Uh I hope they burn all the motherfuckers that was involved. I hope that all those motherfuckers get fucked up because there's no reason that you should ever um yeah, you should ever do anything like that to a young girl. Um, I feel the same way about Weinstein. I feel the same way about Louis C.K. I feel the same way about Kevin Spacey. All these motherfuckers that's out here taking advantage of people for, for sexual favors and all that weird shit. Yeah, come on, man. All them motherfuckers need to burn. Big time. Assassinated something. Get them the fuck up out of here. Trump too. Get them the fuck up out of here. Um, but on to other shit, man. Speaking of Trump, uh, the Democrats have been sworn in, or they're getting sworn in as we speak. Um, and they was pushing to impeach Trump as they uh, created the um, the plan to start pushing the papers through to get this motherfucker up out of here. Uh, he started bitching and complaining about getting this money for the wall. They said, fuck what you talking about. It ain't going to happen. So he said, fuck it. I shut the government down. Now, a lot of people are, are confused. Um, let me get you through this. You may think that this shit is about Trump getting that wall built. He knows there will never be a wall built. That's why he said that when they get the wall built, that Mexico was going to pay for it. Then he said that we going to pay for it, but Mexico is going to pay us back. And then somehow he said it'll just come out of our taxes. Um, this wall is never going to be built. We know this. As, as citizens, like, it's, it's time to stop being retarded. Um, it, it's time to stop being naive. It's not going to happen. Let's just let's just get that out the window right now. The shit is over with. Um, Trump shut down the government for one reason and one reason only. Because now they, they have the power to impeach this motherfucker. 
They have the power to get this motherfucker the fuck up out of here. Um, I think that they that they showed their hand too early. I think that they made the wrong move. I think that they should have waited. And um, amongst themselves, they should have did this. They should have worked this out. They uh, they publicized it too early. Um, they pushed for it too early. And and now he got the best of y'all. Uh, he got the jump on y'all. So um, the government is shut down. And there's a lot of people out here that's not getting paid. It's a lot of people out here that, um, you know, they're they going to have to find a way to live. And I feel like that's a, a very shitty thing um, of our quote-unquote leader to do. Um, but this goes to show you that he, he doesn't give a fuck about not just the Democrats, not just the Republicans, but the country as a whole. This shit means nothing to him. Um, they put this motherfucker in charge, and I know a lot of people are saying, well, this is who y'all voted for. Let's not get it fucked up and construed. I mean, I'm sorry, misconstrued. Um, the public doesn't vote for the president. Newsflash. If you didn't know that, now you know that. The public does not vote for the president. That's why it's called um, the Electoral College. The Electoral College does that. So, um, yeah, they, like I said, voted this motherfucker in for their own selfish reasons. And look at him now. He shut your shit down. Now you ain't even getting paid. Tax refunds about to be fucked up. Government pay about to be fucked up. That means military pay is about to be fucked up as well. Because those are government people. Now, those same people that was bitching and complaining about Kaepernick taking a knee, you can now bitch and complain to your president. Because he took a knee on the whole country. Fuck the national anthem. He took a knee on the whole country. He shut down the government. That means that those motherfuckers that's out there fighting for us to uh, quote unquote be safe. Guess what? They not even getting paid to do that now. They risking their life for nothing. Where are, those, where, where are, the, where are all the patriots at? Where are you at to, to stand tall and say this is wrong and stand against this bullshit here? See, it's all, it's all fine and dandy when, when everything uh, stands on, on your side of right. You feel what I'm saying? When everything is, 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 the, is the right for you, everything is the right way for you, everything is, is, is A plus with you, everything is easy to stand on. It gets a little bit tougher when that argument is turned around on you. Because now you you screaming at your patriot and, and you screaming at people for kneeling and all, everything else during the national anthem. But once again, the, the president, he took a knee on the country. He took a knee on the military. He took a knee on, on you as a citizen. What are you going to do about that? Are you going to continue to let this motherfucker... Demolish our brand, demolish who we are, demolish the the and tarnish the, the sparkle of America, or are are you really gonna make some shit happen? You know what I'm saying? That's for you to think about. Um and last but not least, man, before I get up out of here, I gotta talk about this shit, cause this shit uh cracks me the fuck up. 
and it makes me laugh so hard. China has uh, reported that they have reached the far side of the moon. Now, um, once again, everybody knows that listens to this or that, you know, that's an avid listener. I don't believe that these motherfuckers have ever been out of space, and that's any country anywhere. Um, I don't believe China has gone to the moon. Let's just keep it out of the way 100. What, what is the benefit of going to the moon? Let's talk about it right now. If anybody knows, man, hit me up. Ask Scooch Bronson on Twitter. What is the benefit of going to the moon? I don't, I don't see any benefit of that. You say colonizing the moon? The moon doesn't even have an atmosphere. That means that we have to produce oxygen. That we constantly have to produce oxygen, enough oxygen to help us live on the moon. You do, you do know this, right? Now, if we fuck this planet up, how are we supposed to produce oxygen? Nobody ever thought about that. That never crossed anybody's mind, I'm, I'm sure. You want to colonize a place that you don't know shit about. You don't know how the moon works. You don't know what the moon is really for. Besides the fact that it's, uh, uh, that it's within our gravitational pull, or for the simple... Um, it's magnetized to the planet and it kind of shifts the way the planet grooves. But besides that, we really don't know shit about the moon. They say we had moon rocks, found out it was just petrified wood. Um, they say that, that we've actually been there, come to find out some of that shit was staged. So, uh, I don't know, man. You know, I think that I think that that something is really going on to where um something is going on to where they're not telling us. They're not. They're not telling us something. They got it. Something got to give. I don't. I don't know what it is, but something has got to fucking give. They got to say something, man. Um. Yeah, but that's you already know how I feel about that shit. Um. They said that the B two K tour is ended. There will. There will probably be no B two K tour. Uh. So I. I don't know if it's true or not. I really don't give a fuck though, cause I'm not going. Um. I didn't fuck with B two K when it was out. But they said that it's not going to happen because uh, Lil Fizz is banging or Marion's baby moms or some shit. I don't know. I've seen it on Twitter. You know, you know the Twitter is... Uh, <laughs> you can't believe everything Twitter say. Twitter on some bullshit. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so, for all you girls that went out and got Melissa's and Jersey dresses, and uh, y'all got that little side ponytail... Or for all y'all with the white tee and tight jeans with the rat tail comb in the back. Y'all got that ponytail with the hair sticking out with the uh, fat form coat. I'm sorry, the, I said fat form. Baby fat coat. And the, uh, y'all ain't wear Uggs, then y'all had Tims. Yeah, and the, and the baby blue, and the powder blue Tims. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. You know, I hope it get better for y'all, man. That was y'all chance. You know what I'm saying? All the aunties in America was ready to go. You know what I'm saying? They was ready to get out there and get something going. So, um, I don't know. 
they might have did some shit. Who knows? They might get their shit together. Um, but with that said, man, uh, thank you all for listening. Like I said, man, it's a short episode this week. Uh, Detroit Gang couldn't be here. He had to do some work. Uh, he, he had to put in a little bit of work uh, at his day job. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you can go listen to him on the Stolen Time podcast. Um, available on, I think it's on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Um, but you can check out uh, S. Foster and Uncle Washington at the Stolen Time Podcast. Um, you can download their shit, subscribe, please subscribe, show them some support, show them some love. Uh, the last episode that they had was with uh, my co-host Detroit Gang. He was over there repping the Aubrey Home Podcast, so show them some love, man. Go check that out. Um, it's great content. They always put out some great content, um, thought-provoking. Um, they talk about sports, talk about politics, a uh, little bit of the, um, little bit of the wise, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of the current, um, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of, little bit of current intelligence, a little bit of, uh, wisdom and some older intelligence as well, um, with Uncle Washington. So, you know, check them out, man. Show them some love. Um, with that said, though, I do want to shout out to the Campbellism Podcast and Grassroots Podcast for shouting us out this week on uh, social media. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate you guys. Um, if you want to hit me up, man, uh, you go to Twitter and Instagram at Scoots Bronson, all one word, S-C-O-O-T-Z-B-R-O-N-S-E-N. Um, that's Instagram and Twitter. If you want to hit up Detroit Gang, you can go to Facebook at Motor City Gang. You can go to Twitter at Detroit underscore Gang. You can go to Instagram at Detroit Gang 84. And um, I think you can Snapchat them at Detroit Gang too. I don't know. It might be Motor City Gang. I don't know what his Snapchat is. Um, but if you want to hit the show up directly, you can go to Already Home Podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, inquiries, uh, any topics you want us to talk about. Um, or if you just want to get some shit off your chest, if you want to share something or you want some advice, hit us up. That's already home podcast at gmail.com. All one word, no spaces, no underscores. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter at already home pod, and you can hit us up on uh, Instagram at already home podcast. Make sure to follow us. Um, and if you are a new listener, thank you for listening. Welcome to the new 2019 version. I'm just playing. Um, Happy New Year to all y'all, actually, though. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Good to bring in the new year with a fresh new uh, podcast. Um, it's good to bring in the new year with new fans. Um, if you are a new listener, thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend. Make sure you also give us a rating if you uh, are on a podcast platform that has a rating system. Um, if you are an avid Already Home Podcast listener, if you are a homebody, man, thank you very much for listening and sticking with us through all this time. Through the thick and thin, we do appreciate you, man. Um, y'all some real ones. And you know what I'm saying? We always got mad love for y'all. Um, and uh, I think that's it, man. But you already know how it go. And if you don't, if you knew, here it go. Um, it ain't where you from, it's where you at. Uh, this is the Already Home Podcast. I'm Scoots Bronson. We out!